are back. Hello, Dean. Hey there. We feeling What's live? Going on? On? Did we get it? Are we on? We are on, and I have a little bit of an echo again, which uh, I don't know what's going on here, but I seem to be. But we're, I think we're good. We'll have our uh, technicians, you know, obviously that, that we have on retainer. Right. You know, right. Come in and just rewire the whole studio and everything, which that's a, a joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, anyways, last time that we, when we were here, uh, we kind of introed what Dean and I are kind of about. And we came up with the next episode. What did we decide on? I think today we're going to ask ourselves the question, how did Charlie fit in there? Yeah, that was it. So I'll start a little bit. So we have a history of obviously friendship for 20, 30 something years, whatever it is. Um, and then we started DJing together, doing clubs, doing weddings, private parties. And we did a wedding in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And if I remember right, I was thinking about it today. It was the uh, spaghetti station. I no, think it, was a, it was near the train station or off just off the rails or something like that. It almost looked like a little ticket building. Oh, that's it right there. That's yeah. it right there. So I, 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 I went online, you know, and I kind of looked and, and I'm like, that's it. It was an old uh, rail cart, right? Yeah. And yep. the, the restaurant was built of kind of around it. And the caption says it, it, it kind of filled that the car was still there, but they filled and paved for more parking spaces, yada, 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 but really, really cool building. It's still there today. Um, to the right of that picture is kind of the more modern front entrance of like the banquet facility It's kind of, you know, more modern and everything, but this still yep. stays in intact. Pretty, uh, Pretty good, cool building for sure. It's kind of a yeah. landmark in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Brings back um, memories for sure. So if you remember that wedding, so as you, Charlie, and I, we go to this wedding and, you know, we do our thing like we normally do, but it was the one and I think the last one <laughs> that you and Charlie decided to drink wine. Yeah, well... Let's put blame where blame is due, right? I mean, this was a bride and groom who paid for their own wedding. There wasn't, you know, a whole bunch of oh. family dollars thrown out. So they they supplied a keg or two to the reception. And then the hall had like flasks of wine available for the tables. Yeah. There must have been something wrong with that keg of beer because it disappeared pretty early in the so, evening. So yes, <laughs> now I remember. So uh it was a wedding and I'm not here. Everyone out there that's from the state of Wisconsin, God bless you. I love the state, but they go a little bit more less tradition or uppity on their wedding receptions. They have them in the backyard or someone's right. farm or when they do have it at a facility, it's not like, I mean, we're, I, I'm, I'm used to the state of Illinois where you walk in there, it's a 75 bucks a plate, you know, it's yeah. got the bartender, the chandeliers. Well, this facility, nice facility, but the bride and groom didn't have an open bar. They had a keg of beer in the corner of the of the banquet facility, like in the rental blue cooler. Right. They put like a 
the bucket with ice around it. Right. Yeah. And they dialed it up like with a, a tablecloth to make it look a little fancier. I don't know. <laughs> and the beer, I don't know how many guests. It was probably 100, 100 people, 125 people guests, right? Yeah, I would guess that because that room was pretty full for a good part of the evening. And I know, especially during hockey season, um, my buddies and I, we can drink some beer. We were we were going to a keg a week during playoffs. Now, that's a lot that's of people. just at your space and Manland right. back behind your house. Yeah. Where your buddies during are hanging Illinois, out, right? We call it Manland. And, yeah. and, and I'll have sometimes on a playoff game, 15 guys over. And, you know, the Hawks could play on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, you know, depending on the travel schedule or whatever the case might be. And we're going through Cardinal Liquor and Gurney. We're like, oh, you're you're a great client during, you know. <laughs> you're a great client. We'll put you down. For... We go to a, a, a keg a week. Well, yeah. this wedding was 125 people. So that's more than four times, uh, you know the the uh yeah. the number of drinking out of this cake well it it, it dried up semi quickly and charlie and dean weren't really done partaking and drinking a little bit here and there well, you know as, as your night goes on dj and you gotta be in the same loose mentality as your audience so you can perform well right right so we needed a few more libations to keep us going right so we're looking around the room and we're like no one's drinking. Nobody, nobody's wine. drinking that wine. Think it'd be okay if we grabbed a flask or two and brought it back to the DJ booth. Yeah. So and we did. I'll go on the record. And to this day, other than wine coolers, when I was in high school, I've never drank a glass of wine. So I did not drink one. Uh, it was Charlie and Dean. Now, granted, all the listeners out there, I've heard being drunk on wine is not good. Like especially it's a special kind of feeling. <laughs> and Dean and Charlie was what do we call snooker? And I thought I'd, yeah. I'd have a picture of Charlie here somewhere on that night. Yeah, I kind of look like that. <laughs> There's Charlie. Yeah, that, that one may have been doctored, but the same net effect, right? Right. So after a four or five hour, five hour show, right? Because you show up, you do cocktail music. You play the intros, the father-daughter dance, the bride and groom first song, and then get into the dance music and wind it out with some rowdy stuff. So at the end of five hours, probably three of which we were drinking wine flasks off the tables. Yeah. Now we get to pack up and call it a night, right? Now, I, I, yeah, right. I, I wish we had Charlie on this call on this podcast because uh, Charlie and I were playing during cocktail hour. No, during the dinner. I don't think they sat us down to eat. So we just, no, I think we were out in the regular restaurant part. Of right. The building. So we went out there. We, we left some dinner music on, of course, um, while all the guests and the Brian groom and families are they're they're, they're eating. And Charlie and I started playing pinball machine. And back in the day, I, oh, I owned a pinball right. machine, yeah. Rock, Rocky and Bullwinkle. We loved it, whatever, but we're playing it. And this little kid, it was part of the wedding party or a, one of the guest kids, whatever, we we were winning free games and everything, and he wants to know we're we're about ready done, and he wants to know how we keep winning free games. Remember this? Yeah, yeah. So he we let him play. And I think he's playing on our our quarter still or whatever. And oh yeah, you played put in one quarter and played for about forty five minutes. Right, and uh, 
we kept on telling them, no, you're doing it wrong. It's all in the flippers. Even when the ball's not coming, you got to go left, left, right, left, and you'll get a free game. Left, left, right, left. Right. Okay. So this kid kept on doing this, and then we're like, no, because the ball would go down, and he wouldn't get a free game or something. He'd lose the ball, and then we'd go, no, it's right, right, left, right, left. <laughs> and, uh, poor and, kid tried probably 50 different times to yeah, win a game. we kept changing it on him. Yeah. We're, we're uh, not the best sports, but um, that's when, uh, I mean, you're, you're going back some years where uh, Charlie and Dean are, we didn't do all, all kinds of weddings together. Um, not because, all three of us, because you usually send us off in different directions. A couple of the bigger ones we did together. Oh, right. look at that mug. <laughs> oh, my God. So that you're, you're, I don't know. That's when we, oh, my gosh. So we were not rich or wealthy or came from very wealthy families. We earned all our dollars. We worked our butts off, but I, I saved up enough money and I got what I called the Garth Brook mics. They they're on your head. wireless headsets. Yeah. Yeah. The wireless headsets. And we just thought we were like, Oh man, we're going to be famous or something, <laughs> but that's uh, I could tell I have that idea. Charlie's got his Tasmanian uh, devil. Yep, vest I just on. noticed that got his Taz vest on. And I think and if you look closely at Mike there, you know, on the, the right side there, there was a few hairs on top of your head to go, if, you know, <laughs> what are you trying to say? Well, you know, you notice I got the hat on, so yeah, <laughs> you know, but, uh, we were a lot thinner, a lot younger. Um, Charlie, you can see, you know, vacationed a lot more than we did or something. Yeah, he had a tan. What's that all about? <laughs> you know, actually worked outside a lot back in those days. Or, but those were uh, quite the uh, quite the experience. But wow. moving forward, so we finished his wedding, and I'm not being conceited, but we rocked them. They loved us. We had a good time, and now it's time to pack up and go home. And we're done at like midnight, right? right. That's usually a typical done time and for a here, wedding like this. For everyone out there, everyone back in the day, always you say, oh, my God, you guys got the best job. You play tunes. And and I'd always rebuttal, go, listen, we watch everybody else have a good time. But we're working. We yeah. got to read a crowd. We got to make sure that everything's queued up right at the right time and be the master of ceremonies. Make sure the bride and groom are in the same room when they're cutting the, when we're announcing cutting the cake or whatever. So we, I called it the DJ get even. So when midnight came, now this is the worst time of the evening. I mean, you're like thankful that you're done, but now you got to pack everything up. Yeah. And back and in the remember, day, this is your equipment when it was packed uh, or when it was built to, you know, with endure some jostling around in the back of a car. Yeah. So there was nothing light about any. No none of these preamp speakers they have now and they bring a laptop and you know that that you know whatever we had one amplifier if not two sometimes depending yeah. on if we had subs we yeah, had pv the great big sub on the ground put a post on top of the oh. sub and then what should have been the lightweight speaker only weighed like 40 pounds to put on top of that yeah and again in the the, the coffin case and I think I had turntables back then too. So yeah. it was probably right at the time we stopped using the turntable, but it still looked pretty cool when it was. Set yeah. Up. And so we, we pack up now, if anyone ever went on vacation in their, their entire life, 
my dad was an expert at packing a trunk, right? I think I skipped that learning process with my father because we pack, well, I take this back. We, we'd pack the equipment good when we'd go to the show, but getting out of there, yeah, we, we wanted to get the heck out of there. So right. we wouldn't. It wasn't it quite as precise the right. second time around. So now this is an S10 Blazer, four door. Oh, we got a little bit more room, right? Yeah, yeah. And three grown men and all this equipment you got to put in there. And it worked perfect on the way up there. Yeah. Well, on the way back, we, uh, we were know, really tight. I like barely could get all three of us in there. That's, you know, what happened was, is like <laughs> what we like to call it is Charlie, which was the biggest one of out of both of us. Right. He was larger yeah. than you and me. Right. Yeah. He, there's this like this little spot left when you open up the driver's pass, you know, the, uh, the back door and he had to fit in. You yeah. know, kind of wedged in there, a little sideways, a little whatever. And he I mean, almost pushed against the glass when he closed the door. Right. So you could yeah. see him the whole time. Right. And we probably slammed him shut. Like, yeah, like starting. We wedged didn't him in there a little bit. Because it wasn't yeah. us. Right. Right. And so then we know. stopped at some little roadhouse bar, like oh, no, halfway no, no. between you're, there and home. Right. No, 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 no. You're, you're fast forwarding too fast here. Oh, OK. So now remember, folks. I can't say I'm the sober one here, but I'm the most sober, not because, you know, at the towards the end, we kind of tip them a little bit. We're driving from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I don't know what road the spaghetti stations on. And we decide, well, we owe it to ourselves. Everybody else had a good time tonight. Now this is our reward. We're going to stop and have a cocktail at a bar. Yeah, Right. And I think I we're going it was to a the, roadhouse something, but I don't remember the name of it. It, it was a kayak bar back in the day. It was Cagney's, right? Gotcha. Was it Cagney's okay. or could have been turned something into the roadhouse, roadhouse whatever what I it thought was. it was called. Yeah. So we go, we uh, kind of stumble in. Yeah. Well, again, don't fast forward on the way there. We go, okay, we've kind of had too much to drink. And <laughs> Dean decides, because I go, man, I got to drive. He goes, all right, this is what we'll do. You watch the left line. I'll watch the right line. And it made perfectly good sense to me. Yeah, at the time. that seems very logical to me. And we're driving. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I think you yelled out that a car is coming right at us. Look out. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And I'm freaking I'm 10 and two, you know, like, oh, shit. And we realized yeah. that yeah. the car is still about 100 yards away from us or something. You know? Yeah. Like, the, yeah, the lights are at least quarter mile away <laughs> yeah so we, we we make it there we we all get out we go into yeah. the bar uh i think i ordered a 64 or miller light whatever i was drinking at the time you ordered yeah. a high life got a high life right yeah. and charlie ordered the keys the keys <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't goes, want another beer. he goes i i can't do it <laughs> and yet he, he ordered the keys well wait a minute did he did he take my keys and because we didn't we couldn't find them in the bar right did, well, maybe we, i don't know he ended up with them because yeah, he got yeah. back in the vehicle right and we're we looked around for the bar again we were such loyal friends i think we looked for right. about 30 seconds we're like ah we'll right. find them later and yeah, kept yeah drinking that and they had the uh the barber chair there 
was out tip back yeah they'd put people in it put fill it with a forward slam them up right yeah so we end up leaving and it and and quite frankly i don't even know if we said hey we got to get charlie i think we're just leaving i mean i think we Uh, might have been no i think well we knew he went to the car right but as we're walking up to the car we don't see charlie because remember, when we crammed him in there before, he was pressed up against the glass. You could see that he was in there. Yeah. And now we're looking around like, where, where would he have gone? He, he couldn't <laughs> have walked very far in that condition. We look in the front seat, driver's side, passenger side. He's not there. And I think you opened up the side door, and he had crammed himself into a space smaller than the speaker. Well, you know, he's six feet tall, 275, not at all limber. I have no idea how he got in there. I, I'm, I'm telling you. And <laughs> like I said, Charlie was a big guy. And it, it, I don't even know how he shut the door behind yeah. him. You know, yeah. it's easy if someone's on the other side, kind of shoving them in there. And yeah. But I have expected to turn around, look at the back of the car, and he took a speaker out, set it on the ground. But he got in there with every piece of equipment. I, to this day, I don't think if we asked him, he'd be able to tell us how it happened. And he, he's always a happy-go-lucky guy, just to a pick, pick <laughs> up there. of You know, there's Charlie and his Sinbrero at Manland one night or whatever. But, it, yeah, and yep. he, he didn't complain or anything. I, and when I was telling you about the – on the way to the bar about the left line and the right line that might've been after we left the bar on the way to get home. That could have been on the way back to your place to unload equipment. Yeah. But yeah, those were, man, those were the days I'm sitting there (laughs) and sure anything. I'm on my way, uh, uh, home today before the podcast and I'm tuned. I just flip around radio stations. What song comes on? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Red, red wine comes on. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of ironic. That, you know, my, that my mouth is getting dry and I'm getting a little one, woozy just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hey, let me let me ask before uh, we. we cut it off for tonight do you drink wine to this i'll have like a glass at an event that calls for it but i don't drink wine anymore <laughs> Man, i i i don't know uh i've again my wife she's not a big drinker but uh she'll have a, a glass of wine every blue moon and she always asked me, do you want to try it? I'm like, no. Now, I don't no even know way. if it's because I don't want to try new things or in the back of my head, I remember that day, that night where, wow. You're, you're and, afraid you're going to end up smashed in the back of a car in a space smaller than a speaker. Well, and you got to remember, like, I've, I've been drinking with Dean and Charlie many times in my life, and we've had too many a couple different times. But I've never seen them. It was a different switch of drunk with these guys. And again, I'm uh, sure I was being the most responsible one and 
not encourage. Right. Make sure we all got home safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we don't encourage this, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Oh, no, but this absolutely. is, you know, this is for illustrative purposes only. Yeah. But that, that was, uh, that was a good time. And I was trying to think like, uh, listeners out there that we, we kind of wanted to say, you know what, instead of us doing all the talking and stuff that we're, we're going to, uh, make sure that you guys comment because there's got to be some other people out there that kind of had some of the, the same kind of uh experiences yeah, yeah. And, I, i'm sure people have instances where how did robbie find his way to the back of the car we right. left him you know? like we can't be the only dumb guys that ever you know <laughs> tried this on for size or something you know because yeah, yeah. and uh but I flash up there, email us at info at mikeanddean.com. Check us out on the website, uh, mikeanddean.com. We are posting. find us on Facebook too, right? Oh, uh, we do have a Facebook channel as, uh, yeah. as well. Um, you know, what are you I went out search? there to Facebook today and then posted a little highlight reel from, from Michael Kuhn out there on our golf trip from this past oh, August. Oh, no. No, it was a good one. It was, oh, it, yeah? It worked just as you planned. And Mike, oh. do you have anything you want to say to the people? Goodbye ball. And you actually oh, yeah. hit a very good shot and we caught it on video. So there so is proof one in that a, every now one and then in a million, you can actually right? hit it. <laughs> right. Well, that's all I got for today. I know we're, we're trying to make this short and sweet, but we totally, totally encourage anybody out there to email us with uh, some of your, it doesn't have to be about drinking or kind of this wine thing, but we kind of like want, want to know if anyone has a, any similar kind of bad intentions night or I don't even know how to phrase yeah. it, but <laughs> yeah, there's gotta yeah. be some stories out there, but uh, what else here? You got anything else, Dino? No, I think I'm good for the night, but folks go ahead, hit us up on one of these media pages, ask us a question, leave us a story. We'll reach out, try to find some parallels and what we've done and, and maybe share it on a future show. Oh, and, and if, if you, you do not want us to share your names or where you're from. That's fine. But if, if, if you don't mind, we'll, we'll throw you a perk, uh, a kind of a, a pitch online and tell, tell your stories to the guests and stuff. But uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I know I, I always have a good time doing this, man. Um, anything else? Rutherfeller, Bruder uh, Baker, Rosenhausen. We'll, we'll get into some of our rivalries next time. I think. Oh, that could be some good discussion right there. Hey, how, by the way, uh, how did the Chiefs do over the weekend? I'm sorry. I, I think you're cutting out a little bit. I, I can't hear you very well now. Yeah. How about those Raiders? <laughs> All right, Dino, it was great. All right. Thanks, Cone. Folks, we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul.